This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. According to author and freelance journalist Jonathan Anser, cryptic crosswords are pure escapism. When you're trying to think of a solution to a clue, you don't have time to worry about pandemics, apocalypses, crumbling economies, load shedding and wars. That's what he says, and he should know. He has a love-hate relationship with crosswords, and he has also had a column in the Cape Times called Angry Utterances and has compiled some clues. Jonathan, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Your interest in crosswords, where did it start? Actually, I used to, it's, it's not specifically crosswords, it's, well, it's, it's specifically cryptic crosswords that, that, that I enjoy. Um, and I, I remember as a sort of in high school watching my mother do, do the, do the crosswords, the cryptic crosswords, and it all looked like gobbledygook to me. Um, and, and when I started, I, I started as, as a sub editor on the night shift at the Star newspaper. And, um, we used to take our, we used to, you know, uh, sub the copy for the first edition. And then we used to have our lunch break at about 10 o'clock at night. The Star used to print the business days cross paper. And we used to get the, 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 the first editions of, of, of the paper at 10 o'clock. And, you know, it's 10 o'clock in the middle of Johannesburg downtown. You can't go out and have lunch. You can't walk the streets. So I used to look at these, at the 30 minute cryptic crossword and I used to try and solve it. And my, my goal was to be the first one in the country to solve the crossword because, you know, I was getting the newspaper before anybody else. And that's where my love relationship and sometimes hate relationship when you can't decipher the clue started. Tell me about a cryptic crossword as opposed to other cryptic crosswords. Well, cryptic crosswords are much easier. I know it doesn't look like that or doesn't seem like that, but they're much easier than straight crosswords or coffee time crosswords or quick crosswords because straight crosswords are just synonyms. So for an an example, if um, the clue in a straight crossword is cheese, four letters, that would, that would be the clue. The answer is just as, uh, an example or a synonym of cheese. So the answer could be feta, which is four letters, or brie, which is four letters, or maybe even curd. But a cryptic crossword actually gives you two opportunities to solve it. There's always a, 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 a definition that you would get in a, in a straight crossword. But then there's the cryptic part, and that is actually the, the clue is telling you how to solve it. So in that cheese clue, for example... Um, an, an example of a, of a cryptic crossword clue would be cheese made backwards. So that's the same answer that you would get for the cheese four clue, you know, the, the cheese four letters. Um, but, but it's telling you how to solve it. So if you look at the, the cryptic part, which is made backwards, um, it's M-A-D-E, and it's telling you to put the word made M-A-D-E, backwards. So you put the word made backwards, you get E-D-A-M, E-D-A-M, which is a type of cheese, and that's the answer. So cryptic crosswords, if you unlock the code, you can solve the clue. But the the, the, the real beauty of it is that the, 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 the clue tells you how to solve it. Jonathan, the business day obviously still runs its cryptic crossword, and I always remember, you know, a journalist friend saying to me, you never mess with the crosswords and the cartoons. You uh, can do I've even written you... letters. I wrote a letter to the, to the <laughs> business day once when uh, they messed up the grid. Because it's, it, you know, it ruins your day when you can't do the, the crossword and you settle down to do the crossword and you can't do it. And there's a lot of, uh, ritual with crosswords. You know, 
as I said at the star, I used to, it was my lunchtime activity. Um, but, um, you know, when I, when I left the newspaper and I was working elsewhere, the very first thing I would do is, is take out the, the crop. I, I don't only do the business there, although these days I don't really do the business there as much, although I still think it's a very good crossword. But um, it really messes with you with with your day if you can't um, do the crossword. It's a it's a, a ritual, coffee and crossword. There's no better way to start the day. Jonathan, you talk about a, a ritual. Is it is it an addiction? Perhaps. I mean, I spoke earlier to. Uh, <laughs> and thank goodness, there's no cure. It is an addiction. Um, it's a it's a healthy addiction because there are actually good things um, about solving. I, I don't know how we, I always read and I, I feel very good and it justifies my addiction, but that it improves memory. Um, it makes you sort of think laterally. Um, it expands your, you know, the, the way you think. And I, I, I think, you know, I, the, 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 the column that I used to write for the Cape Times, I, I've stopped writing it since, um, it was taken over by, uh, Second Jala and, and Iqbal survey. Um, but it, 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 it used to, um, I used to look at the, the, the clues in the crossword and I used to be able to predict what was going to happen in the world because the, 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 what happens in the crosswords is the best place to get your news because that's where all the secrets are, uh, revealed. Can you give me a concrete example of that, Jonathan? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you the, 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 the uh, a, a huge, uh, conspiracy that took place it was a series of puzzles in the daily telegraph in 1944 and they contained top secret codes for the d-day invasion there were uh, uh, clues that contained the solutions utah utah omaha mulberry overlord and neptune which unsurprisingly attracted the attention of mi5 who were all avid crossword solvers um the, the solutions on their own may look innocuous, but they were the code names for the D-Day invasion. And, uh, uh, you know, um, I mean, for example, Utah was the, the beach, the code name for the beach that they were planning to take on, on D-Day. Um, Omaha was the name, uh, that, the, that they were planning for the beach to be taken by the American assault division. Uh, Overlord was the code name for the whole D-Day operation. Um, and, uh, you know, so, you know, that, that was a huge conspiracy. Um, another conspiracy was in the, uh, probably the most famous puzzle of all time. Um, it was published on the 5th of November, 1996. And that was the day of the, the, the American presidential election that was being fought between Bill Clinton and Bob Dole. And the two candidates were in a close contest and the result wasn't clear. But the New York Times crossword solvers, um, uh, they could predict uh, uh, um, the answer um, because the, the, the crossword, uh, the clue read the headline of tomorrow's newspaper and uh, with 43 across. So that, so, so, so that was the one clue. It was 39 uh, uh, across. And you had to read it with 43 across. And the answer to 43 across was the word elected. So clue number 39 was predicting the winner of the election. But on closer inspection, the answer to the clue could have either been Clinton or Bob Dole. 
the crossword was set up so that either clue could fit. So uh, those are the examples that I, uh, want to I, I I'm going to be more um, aware when I'm answering crosswords in, in case I get some hint as to who, you know, what's happening in the ANC and when de- we'll see developments. Um, Jonathan, do you know people who write, who make up the crosswords? I do. I have met a couple of compilers. Um, um, I, I go to a, a, the, the Guardian's compiler. It's a very tough crossword. His name, his, his cruciverbalous name is Paul, but his name is John Halpin. Um, and he has, every now and again, he does a Zoom meeting, which is actually very useful. Um, and uh, um, he, uh, he goes through the, the crossword. He, you know, he asks solvers, and, and, and there's a huge cult following um of of crossword solvers but he but he kind of explains some of his clues and he goes through it but you sh- you should see he's like a pop star um in this world he really is probably the best compiler in in the world at the moment i've met a, a couple of uh, south african crossword compilers there's Ju- george uverard in grahamstown in Mukanda. um he compiles for the mail and guardian and uh, i've recently really started enjoying the Daily Mavericks crossword in their print edition, um, and it's compiled by um, Grant Devlin. And I think it's a really, really good crossword. If, if you, you know, lo- a, lo- a lot of the cross, well, all the crosswords up until George and uh, and um, Grant. There's a South African, another uh, South African called Jack Dunwoody, who compiles, I think, for the Financial Finweek. But um, George and Grant specifically. Their crosswords are South African in nature, and 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 the tradition of crosswords, it's, it's the cryptic really is it's a British tradition, and they use uh, abbreviations that are, you know, they'll use for school, Eton, for example, but George and Grant use specific South Africanisms, which is, uh, you know, it's really nice when when your answer is Yebo or, or or something, and you kind of feel well, this is a South African crossword, so it's it's fantastic, but it you know really a crossword is a a battle of wits between the solver and the compiler. And the compiler's job is not really to win because ultimately people have to solve the crossword, but it has to be tough. Um, you, you know, there are no easy victories. Um, Jonathan, that's all we have time for, but thank you for taking us into a little bit of escapism and possibly encouraging more of us to be doing the crosswords. I, I'm going to put colors to the mast and say I'm a business day fan. Um, uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, but choose your crossword and do it. And Jonathan, thank you so much for joining me. Yes. Thank you to all of you for joining me. Um, thank you to Lucy Nasinga for producing the show. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, you're welcome to send me an email on Therese at sjbd.org. Until next week, Shabbat Shalom.